What is up? <laughs> we are back for another episode of the Design to Scale podcast. This is part two of the episode we started last week, which was 10 lessons we learned on our way to generating $550,000 in just two solid years, uh, 350K of that from one specific group coaching program, which is super powerful. And I love it. If uh, this episode speaks to you, go ahead and um, screenshot, tag us on Instagram, send us a message in the DMs. Let us know that you're listening, your biggest aha moment, your biggest takeaway. You know the vibe. You know the vibe. And obviously we would love if you would subscribe, like, share all of the things wherever you're listening or watching, all of the support is much appreciated. So we are, you know, just grateful that you guys, we know that you're listening. We know that you're loving it. We know that you're sharing it. Yeah. If you're uh, watching on YouTube, once again, we love it when you guys interact with us, we will respond. So go ahead and comment in the comment section below as you're going through, if you're learning anything new, anything freaking incredible that's coming out for you. Not going to lie, guys, today we're having brain fart moments. So if that happens, we're just going to roll with it because words are hard. So words are very <laughs> hard. We're not. So just a little backstory because this is life, right? This is life. I, think, I think we look at like the highlight reel of everything. And we talked about the highlight reel the last time, but we look at the highlight reel and think everything is just so amazing, very well put together. Everything is like working. And the reality is, it's like, Life, life, business, anything will throw you curveballs. It's how you deal with it. That's going to be, you know, the deal breaker or the deal maker. Yeah. And sure. we kind of took a week away. <laughs> we booked one of our favorite spots in Collingwood and they're re- repairing the roof. <laughs> and at first we were like, it's cool. It's, it's not fine. that bad. It's not a big deal. But they got onto our roof today. We were like, like it's, it was really bad. So called up the guy really nice booked us into this place. And you know what? We love this place. It's better. It's better. So God, divine spirit universe, always working out in our favor as per you. Yeah. So we're bringing this podcast to you today from blue mountain. For those of you who are in the Ontario space, you know what we're talking about. For those of you who aren't come visit us one time. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So let's get started. So the last five lessons, the final five, and just a recap fam of the first five lesson. One was like the relationships you have with your community are the most valuable thing that you have hands down, hundred percent protect that prioritize it with your life. Number two, when it comes to offers, less really is more. And we're still <laughs> really is more. I mean, can you see my face? Like <laughs> Sonny Lender Doozy, you were correct. Less is is 100 percent more. Number three, getting the right funnel takes way more time than anybody is telling you. And anyone who tells you it's fast and efficient, you better fucking run in the other direction because that person is selling you a get rich quick scheme that doesn't work. Okay. Number four, (laughs) if you do not make it clear from the beginning how your people can get help from you, where they can find support from you, where they communicate, where they find you, they will find you everywhere. And while we love our people, obviously we love y'all, sanity is important for you, right? (laughs) Like We don't work for you. We need to have boundaries. I know that 
texting and social platforms and everything makes it so easy to connect. But the reality is it's like we run a business. Yeah. Right. We run a business. And then number five is you are allowed to change, right? You can change your mind frequently, daily, hourly. If you're anything like me this week, it's minutely. That's a thing. So (laughs) (laughs) changing our mind by the minute here, fam. And we're, uh, we're rolling with it. We're rolling with it. So don't ask me what this hair is. Like this is us. Like we are enjoying ourselves. This is a week to just vibe, create content. we got some big things happening in our lives. And so we just said like, let's just chill. And you're getting us at our most, most authentic selves. Okay. So number six, Number six, getting people to start your programs is one, sometimes the most challenging part and two, the most important part. Cause here's what I know for sure about our containers and y'all are just as freaking incredible. So I know this for sure about your containers too, but if people even start watching the first 10 minutes of design to scale or the first 10 minutes of money and momentum, that's just going to change their life. And they're going to prioritize watching it. And one of the reasons why this is on here is I think because We hear from a lot of our community members, oh, you know, they bought the program or they bought the thing or they haven't watched it. They haven't watched it yet. They haven't done that. Right. And I think it's really important. There's kind of like two, two sides to this one trust. They will do it when they're ready. But three, that really truly is even though jump from one to three (laughs) (laughs) guys, I'm telling you the brain, but number one, but number three is really important. (laughs) Number two, um, sorry. There are some things that you guys can do and that we can do in order to get people to actually take that first action in terms of like watching the first video or filling out your intake form or whatever that might be. It really truly is the most important part because once someone gets that momentum of watching the first 10 minutes, they will continue on and they will watch the rest of it. It does not mean that they might not fall off track, but we can put things in place in order to support them in getting them there. Yeah. And getting the people starting, like Corlin said, like it may feel like you're pulling teeth for that first one and whatever, but when you have that first one in there, it's proof that this is working, right? It's proof that something along the way is working. And what happens is when we get that first person in there, we think like, I have to do so much more to get the next five, 10, 15, a hundred things. But the reality is, is like, it is the same thing. Like you look at what worked in that process. At what point did that person join At What person point did that person reach out? What was, you know, did you hop on a call with them? What was the language that they were using? There's so many clues in getting that person going and getting that person registered and enrolled. Right. And the reality is, is people are, we have to be so kind to people. And I think one of the big things that we do is we run year long containers and year long containers for a reason, because, you know, we see a lot of launches going on and it's like, you get eight weeks of support, which is great, but you don't know what life is going to throw your way in those eight weeks. Something could happen to your family. Something could happen to your health. God forbid. That's not what I'm hoping is going to happen. I'm not trying to put that out there, but the reality is, is that life happens. So does right. Life happens. And so then you feel like, you're trying to scramble for those eight weeks. You're trying to do the things for the eight weeks. And so one thing that we've put in place, and there's so many different strategies, you know, but we understand that life happens and that's why our containers are built the way that they are so that we have the trust piece in place that like when these people are ready, if they fall off, if they want to come back, we are there to support them 100%. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times too, like 
this idea of like, okay, people have bought, how do I actually get them to start? What we call this in this online space is onboarding, right? The process of onboarding a new client into your community or a new human being into your community, right? And so there's a lot of people selling you very complicated onboarding strategies and like PDF guides and email check-ins. And like, those are great and those are important. But one of the things that we've found goes a really, really long freaking way in getting people to just show up and watch the first video or show up and introduce themselves in your Facebook groups or just show up in general in any way, shape and form in your community is just a personal touch, right? So one of the things that we do, uh, it happened to us yesterday, someone purchased money and momentum when we were out getting acupuncture, like love when that happens. If that's what you want in your life, you need to join design the scale. Um, (laughs) obviously, but it, in order to get her to start, right? One, I'm not like making complicated stories about it. And two, I just sent her a DM on Instagram. I was like, hey, so excited you're here. Let me know when you've watched that first video, right? Like so unbelievably simple. Onboarding does not have to be complicated. And the closer it can be to you, the better. Now, as you scale, obviously that's going to need to change. Obviously I'm not going to be able to send DMs when we're enrolling 150 people a day. That's the goal, right? But... <laughs> We might, who knows? That might be a full-time job. Yeah, who knows? That might just be what we do all day. I'm I'm open to it. I'm open to sending little voice memos all day. But the whole point is, is it doesn't have to be complicated. A lot of the times we really truly do overcomplicate everything in our business, but an onboarding sequence is as easy as sending someone a voice memo saying, Hey, thank you. What's up? Like, let me know when you watch the first video, it's Mm going to change your freaking life. Yeah. And that's it. And that's all it has to be. Yeah. And I just want to like this one add to that, that that works well with our business model because it is an evergreen business model and people can join at any point in time. If you're doing like a live launch, (laughs) right? Like something where people all start at the same time, there's different ways of doing this, but this really works for our model. And it allows us to get to like, we are very, very invested in anybody who joins our community. So it allows us to like, really just hear their voice, hear their excitement, know where they're coming from. Yeah. Like, what's the deal? What was the reason that they decided to purchase out of the blue? Like, thank you. But like, awesome. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So number seven, seven. which is the second one for today. Oh yeah. <laughs> Building a course-based business really requires, and I want you to listen to this, really requires you to know how to market and sell yourself. Yeah. Not the program. The pro- it, it, it just doesn't matter. The program doesn't matter. The program doesn't matter. People are, buying, people are buying you and they're buying a solution to the problem that they're facing, right? And so... The best example I have of this is like design to scale, right? Design to scale as a whole teaches you how to turn your knowledge into a course. And there are a lot of people out there who are doing that, teaching you how to take who you are, what you've been through, your past experiences, your education, and turn that into a course. But the best courses on the planet are going to sit inside your computer, like on your hard drive or in your journal, heaven forbid, journals are the graveyard of online courses. I swear to God, like the number of j- courses in my journal, <laughs> no. okay, in my notes app Hands up. from many? years ago, yeah. like four or five years ago, right? Like there are so freaking many in there. And when they do that, right, they sit there, they sit in either in your computer or completely down on Kajabi or inside your journal simply because we thought as business owners that we would just create a course 
and the magic would happen. The people would come. And the reality is that they sit there and they end up collecting dust. Yeah. Chantal's been there. I've been there too. Hands up. Yeah. Yeah. Been there. Present. Present. (laughs) Um, your programs are going to be experienced by very few people. If you don't fall absolutely in love with the act of marketing and selling yourself and the problem that you solve. Mm -hmm. And this is where a lot of people go wrong. We're just going to pause for a hot sec because the doorbell's going on. <laughs> the wine. <laughs> delivered us some wine today, fam. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Airbnb host. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by our Airbnb host. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it really, truly does. So guys, like you really truly do need to learn and fall in love with the marketing and the sales aspect of your business. It is one of the pieces of my business that brings me so much joy. And I truly believe it's one of the reasons why we make the sales that we do. and We hit the revenue, those consistent like 30 to $45,000 months every single month. It's because sales doesn't feel icky to us. Sales doesn't feel like we have to push or we have to shove people through something or we have to convince somebody that they need something. Mm-hmm. Sales to us is like, it's a joyful experience. It's a creative outlet for us. We're always thinking of like, how can we sell something from a different angle today? How can we sell this from a different perspective today? How can we sell this or share this in a way that makes people want to be in here because they want to be in here, not because they think they need to be in this space or I need them to be in this space. Exactly. Yeah. And if you can start to come at sales and look at sales and marketing in your business as this incredible opportunity, really for you to change people's lives and this very neutral, creative outlet for yourself in your business, things will start to shift, not only in your bank account, but also in the way that your, your community sees you showing up in the world, right? Like, I think if you looked at any, or if you asked anyone in our community, DM me if I'm wrong, but I don't, (laughs) I don't think we hard sell. Like, I don't think that we're like hard, pushy sellers. And we, we make sales consistently every single day. Just, I think just by being and just by loving the, and leaning into the truth that like when someone works with us, we know their life is going to freaking change. Mm-hmm. And and this, it's really just about creating opportunities. Right. And so yeah. like, we look at everything. Like when I know that I'm putting an offer out and we're putting an offer out, like, I know it's going to change the life of someone. I know it's yeah. going to change the trajectory of their business. I know that. Right. And trying to explain that to someone, I think we get so caught up in the beginning of explaining how it's going to change their lives. And and just pop over to our, our socials, right? Like you will see how we really do it in a way that's so juicy, so fun. It really becomes second nature, right? Like, Hey, like I know, like, this is something that you, if you guys want this, like, I know this is going to help you out immensely. And I'm never weird about it. Like, yeah, I think this is a vibe. I think it's perfect for you. Yeah. I, I think you will really benefit from it. Here's, here's what we can tackle together. X, Y, and Z. And if, this is a really hard part for you. This is where money and momentum comes in, right? If you're, if you're really the the beginning stages, I really want to say are are harder when you don't, it feels a little harder when you don't have the social proof. And we get that, you know, we're not trying to say like, oh, it's so much easier. We have like all these, the social proof and all these people have gone through it. We had to get started at one point, 
right? Yeah. We had to use the processes of money and momentum to get the ball rolling, to get that momentum going in our business, to get the sales going, to get to that social proof part. It gets easier and easier as time goes on. But like Corlin said, the faster you can fall in love with this process. Selling. It's selling. Like you don't go to a car dealership and say like, oh, I really love that car, but I want it in blue. And they're like, yeah, that's an extra $240. They're not scared to tell you that. It is what it is. Yeah, sure. I can get you that blue. Absolutely. Uh, you, you would look so great in that blue. It's an extra $240. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And you got to have that, that confidence and that knowingness about you. And I just want to kind of circle back around because one of the things that Chantal talked about was the testimonial piece. And a lot of people say like, oh, like testimonials make selling 10 times easier. And I, I'm guilty of saying that. And it's one of the reasons that we share testimonials so much on our socials is because they do. It shows other people what's possible. It's a proof of possibility. However, if you're someone who's just starting out, you've got a brand new program, you've never put anyone through it, you are the testimonial. And if you can't find ways in your life, this is going to sting, fam. If you cannot find ways in your life to show, to show people that you are your own first and only required testimonial, you are running a program or an offer that's out of integrity because we only want to sell things that we know work and we have tested or tried in our own lives or you're a practitioner like an RMT or something and you've worked with thousands of clients and you can see it happening in their lives, right? And so if you're like, oh, I don't have any testimonials and you look at the outcomes of your container, the outcomes of your program, and you can't find any ways to show that in your own, from your own life, you shouldn't be selling that program. Yeah. Or you need to talk to someone because it's likely that I like to think about it like a maze, right? Like if you're standing above a maze, you can see if you're standing in the maze, you're lost, you're confused. The walls are so high, you can't get out. So if you're like, this is a program I want, these are the outcomes, I can't find examples in my life, then nine times out of 10, you need mentorship. Because mentorship is really truly someone fully seeing you, fully seeing your offer, fully seeing your vision, and showing you, supporting you in carving out that path through the maze to get there, right? So if you're like, oh, I want to sell this, and I don't know how to sell it, then what you need is a mentor, what you need is some support in this area, money and momentum is really good fit for you. Just going to drop that there. Uh, okay. Love that. Number eight. Number eight. Ooh, guys, you ready for some juice, some juiciness? <laughs> so true. You ready? You ready? Learn everything you can about freaking money. Everything. Especially 100%. I'm probably going off script because I'm not even reading that for a second there. No. Especially as an entrepreneur, I can't tell you how many people have gotten to a point in their business where they're fucked. You have your first great year of business or you start making money in your business, tax season comes around, you're screwed. You just thought everything was a tax write-off. You thought everything was this. You thought da 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 And you owe a shit ton of money at the end of the year and you don't have that money in your bank account. Been there, done that. Yeah. You need to know, guys, it's so much more. I don't know. I wish I could enter the Shits Creek thing where it's like, it's a write-off. The write-off people. <laughs> There's right? that real as well. Yeah. There's that real. I don't know. It's the write-off people. But who pays for the write-off? Yeah. <laughs> who writes the write-off them? people? <laughs> right. And so it's so much more. And one thing that we are so obsessed with in any business. <laughs> 
it's it is funny but it we good. we primarily focus on working with people who have an online business working with people who have a very very low cost business like listen guys if you're in the hole every month running if your business costs are more than your profits something needs to change right so we I'm are okay. huge on being as high 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 profit profit as possible as possible yeah, because without profits in your business, y'all, you don't have a business. You have a charity. Those are two different things. That's called a nonprofit organization. You can totally do it. But the whole point is that it's nonprofit generating, which means go ahead, you don't make money, right? That's the whole point. You're not making money. You're donating money. Um, does it still cost money to run a nonprofit? 100%. But we're on the right. We're on the wrong track. Learn everything you can about money. And I think I've said this probably 100 times between both of these episodes, but it's neutral. Right. So like $10,000 is nothing. $100,000, nothing. $20, nothing. One of the biggest things that I learned is like money is in fact an energy. It is literally something we just print. It doesn't actually exist. It's a man-made freaking resource. And at the end of the day, money goes where it is put to work. So if you're clinging on to money, if you're hoarding money, if you're desperate around money, which like y'all fam, I've been there. I know the feeling. The first step is to neutralize the shit out of whatever you do have. So if you have $22 in your bank account, be like, $22 is nothing. I can make $22 tomorrow. No big deal. If you got 10K in there, 10K is absolutely fucking nothing. I can make that tomorrow. You got 100K in there, same story. This is nothing. This is easy. I can make that tomorrow. Money loves me, right? And read all the freaking books. Tony Robbins has an incredible money book. There's that one that you loved. Um, I loved a couple of good money books. What's the Rich Dad, Poor Dad? You read that one, right? I read that one ages ago, but there's a couple of really good ones that I have read lately. And which is nice too, because we're Canadian, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, we don't have like even the Tony Robbins, which is fantastic. Yeah. They're really giving you examples of how to thrive in a U.S. economy. And so I found it, if you're Canadian and you want a couple of the book links, uh, DM me, I will send you the book links that have like changed my life. But also I think the biggest thing guys is like learning a lot about money is one thing, but as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, there's a lot of healing around money, money. that needs to happen. And the reason I say that is because a lot of us come either from some kind of upbringing. Yep. Right. Like a lot of us entrepreneurs are very resourceful people. And we're like, I don't want to live the way my parents lived. I don't want, I don't want that. I want something different in my life. Right. So there's a kind of upbringing that we need to look at because that stuff is conditioned in us. Absolutely. It's conditioned in us. Right. So there's that kind of healing or at least nurturing that needs to happen. There's a lot of us that are coming from a nine to five. Mm -hmm. So we just know that the paycheck is coming. Like, mm -hmm. ah, it doesn't matter what I do. The paycheck is coming. The paycheck is coming, but we have this mentality that like, oh, it's just going to be there. Right. And so there's a lot of stuff that we have been conditioned with up until this point, but we got to understand that making money as an entrepreneur is a totally different ball game. Totally. Like it's a totally different ball game. That's you. You are creating this. Yeah. Right. Like you are creating this. I remember one of my first years I was like, I think I'd made like 63 or $68,000. And my partner at the time was like, you did that. You made that money. You made that money. Like you sold things. People invested in you. Yeah. Like you made that money. It wasn't just you showing up at a job and someone telling you what to do and just trusting that you're doing it. And they're handing you a paycheck at the end of the day. Like you sold yourself. Yeah. You sold those products. 
Yeah. And it's, you have to celebrate every single dollar that comes in and have that awareness of like, I freaking created this from nothing. I talk about this all the time. We literally took thoughts from our brain, mushed it up with technology and turned it into money. Like not only money, but obviously people help, but we're talking about money here. Right. But like you did that. Like you did that with your hands. And like, I all, I love this. And we were talking with a client earlier this morning, but I always say like, if you had the ability to make $1, you have the ability to make a hundred, a thousand, 10,000, a million dollars. Right. So, and what is it? What was she saying? A course in miracles. If like, it's the same amount of energy to create one miracle as it is to create a million miracles. It's the same with money. It's the same amount of energy to create $1 as it is create a million dollars. And you know, I think one of the most challenging things or one of the biggest things that I see us doing wrong in this space as, as new entrepreneurs, right? New entrepreneurs, let's say you're less than five years in business is thinking is not learning as much as you can about money in all the different aspects, like pick up taxes for dummies for your area. Honestly, read rich dad, poor dad, learn and understand tax rates, learn and understand like, like all of it as much as you can from a neutral standpoint. What we want to do and what you want to do is get yourself to the point where money is no longer this giant thing that you think about and that you, and that you stress over and you worry about, and that it's negative. We want to get to this place of like money just is, Mm -hmm. it just exists. Mm -hmm. And I, so guys, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to be totally honest. I look at all my accounts, like first thing in the morning, it's what I do. And it's not just stress. Right. right. I don't look at it like, oh, that's getting low or, oh, I need more in here. Oh, that's really great. Like, and allow it to affect my day. Like, it's not one of those things that I do that allows it to affect my day. I do it in a way to see the flow and to really be grateful for everything that's yeah. happening. And most importantly, one of the things that I celebrate the most, which I know when I told Corlin this the first time, she was like, what you do that? And I'm like, yeah, hundred percent with everything is that when money is coming out of my account, I bless that more than when the money is coming in. To me, that is so motivating and something to celebrate that like I had that, even if it's a $2 payment on my credit card, I had that, that $2, I had that, that's amazing. Cause I can tell you there was a point where my credit cards were maxed out years and years and years ago, I did not have that. I was stressed like, oh my God, is this $2 coffee gonna go on my fucking credit card right now? Do I have to walk out and change? Right. But like there, <laughs> everything that we do needs to be celebrated with money. And if I can't celebrate that, I can pay easily my phone bill every month, that that Kajabi payment that's coming out that, you know, paying someone who did something for me, whatever it is that's coming out, I celebrate yeah. that more yeah. because I'm able to be, to support myself. Right. And I'm seeing all the things that my business is doing to support me as opposed to the other way around. And, and trying to get like, cause when, when the money's coming in, we're so grateful, but when the money's going out, we're like, oh no, like, oh no, I need this. And I need this. And this is coming out. We're stressing out about it instead of being like, I'm so grateful. I have that. Yeah. And if you're like, well, what can I do right now with money? Honestly, I love, I love every time I walk, every time I walk, every time I go anywhere, mm-hmm. I notice how much money is around me. 
And this has been like such a powerful exercise. Like, okay, your shoes, when you're walking, you're walking on like a hundred bucks, you're walking on $50, you're walking on a sidewalk that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to put in. I'm sitting here on a massive table. That's probably worth a thousand bucks. I'm in a home. That's, I mean, we're in Ontario. So homes are ridiculously priced here. I probably have $750,000 house I'm sitting in right now. Right. I'm surrounded by there's a pool outside. And so one of the things that you can start to do is just notice the amount of money that's around you. Notice how much money already comes to you just in different ways, not necessarily the way of like entering it into your bank account, but celebrate that celebrate when it leaves smile. When you think about money, most people think about money and their face goes sad and depressed, like smile, like think about money and smile about it. Like it's a great thing. Right. And The sooner you guys can start feeling this way about money, the sooner you can start feeling more confident about money and also understanding that like forgiveness because you don't know what you don't know, right? Like I entered into a credit consolidation thing like six years ago that ruined my credit. I'm still recovering from that, okay? But like, I didn't know what I didn't know back then. I had no clue that that's what that was going to do for me, Mm -hmm. right? And so- give yourself grace. You don't know what you don't know. Same with that tax bill that I got last year and the year before that. Um, right. Like you don't know what you don't know. I followed the rules. I did the things the accountant said, and it still kind of came out with this outcome. So we bless and release and we do our best to get 10% better this year, 1% better this year with it. Right. So Mm -hmm. allow it to be neutral. And just remember that money is safe. It's safe and it really truly is required to have the impact you want to have in the world. No money very little impact. Mm -hmm. Right. And it it, it comes in so many forms. And one thing we don't talk about enough is like when someone treats you to something, like even a $2 Mm -hmm. coffee from $2 richer, right. This place that we moved into halfway through our stay was over a hundred dollars a night more. And they comped it for the same price that we were staying at the other place. So like, man, we get to enjoy so much more abundance for nothing more for nothing more. Right. And so like, it's really seeing like, you know, if that was coming into my account or coming out of my account, like I'm really saving. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm surrounded by money always. And it's, if you can't receive a $2 coffee when someone's like, Hey, I want to, I'm going to buy you this coffee. You're like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. You don't need to get my coffees. You're literally blocking that. You're blocking, you're blocking it. If you can't, if you can't accept a single $2, okay, that's a liar. Coffees are like $7, but whatever. (laughs) If you can't accept a $7 coffee that someone's <laughs> giving you, you're definitely not going to receive a $5,000 client. You're like, no, 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 you don't need to pay me that much. You don't need to pay me like that. What? Like that's the shit that's going to come up. Just watch. It's the same in every area of your life, how you're thinking, how you're seeing, how you're receiving it yeah. is the same. Yeah. So money is safe neutralize it ASAP, learn, learn and read the things. anything you can get your hands on. Yeah. That's credited. Obviously there's a lot of people giving weird money advice on the internet. Yeah. I mean, kind of like, like us. Listen, no. <laughs> yeah. Like don't listen to us. Not like, we're not account. money people. We're just talking from an experienced place. Like we're not trying yeah. to sell you anything. I'm not an money. accountant or a financial advisor. Okay. Okay. Great. Perfect. Okay. Number oh my nine. God. Number nine. I said before we got onto this, I'm like, man, this is something we can totally riff on right now because the answers are not out there. They're within. They're within. Goddamn. <laughs> Let's just start off with that. Let's just start off with that. I want to share two stories, which are really interesting. Okay. Um, 
two kinds of stories. One was last year in our business. One has been this year in our business, which full well, transparency. We're going with yeah, that. I'm full, like, which two stories? Full transparency. Like I'm in this right now, and I'm really in this lesson right now. And I and I know that when we go through lessons, it's so we can come out the other side stronger and better and able to guide our people through it. Um, but early last year, when I was still running the agency with design to scale, I literally did not have time to look at anything. I didn't have time to scroll Instagram. Chantal and I didn't have time to sit down and compare our sales pages to other people's. We didn't have time to read other people's content in our industry or subscribe to their emails or look at their funnels. We didn't have time to do that. We were very, very focused on who we wanted to talk to, what we had to say, and putting that out there and serving our, our, our done for you clients in our mm-hmm. agency. I high set the goal neck last year of wanting to remove all the done for you from our business, um, by April. And we successfully did it April, May, May. So May mm-hmm. and our last contract, our final contract ended. And I had two VIP clients left. She had, she still has a couple of clients that she loves working with, um, which is amazing. Right. But one of the things that happened was I, I gained this abundance of time. I gained an abundance of time in my calendar because the reality is designed to scale at the time. I could have run that in in an hour and a half a day, Mm -hmm. putting out a post, answering people. I could literally have done that an hour and a half a day. And then I gave myself 24 hours in the day. And what did I do? I filled that with scrolling. I looked outside of me. I was on Instagram more. I was on pages. I was looking at other people's websites. I was like, so-and-so is doing this. So-and-so is doing that. And what happened as a result of that is my focus changed. I started looking outside of myself. Our focus changed and September, October, August, September, October were our three lowest sales months mm-hmm. of the whole entire freaking year. Year. And that came from looking outside of ourselves. Yes, that happened because we stopped looking at what was going on within us, our own desires, our own voices, our own message, our own story, our own truths about business. And we started looking at the things that were happening around us in the world and what other people were doing. Okay. Catapult that November was our highest sales month of all time. We followed an idea and a nudge that spoke really deeply to us. However, if we fast forward a little bit later in this year to where we are now, um, I don't even know how to talk about it. I might cry, but I was like really, really stuck. I still am. I still am like really, really stuck on in comparison, reading things, looking at podcasts, doing all the things, whether that's from looking at sales pages, looking at other people's content, looking at podcasts, like all, all the things I I hired a new mentor, which was the perfect investment for me, but also not required. I'm learning a really beautiful lesson. Um, I'm learning a really, really beautiful lesson. And our sales has changed as a result of that, right? So January, February, when our heads were down, building out money and momentum, doing all of that work very, very strongly. And we literally didn't have time to look outside of ourselves or to think and wonder about what other people were doing. Highest sales months of the year. Last three months, I personally, this is my truth. I've, I've been very looking outside of myself. And as a result of that, our sales are down and it's not a bad thing. It's just 
we're always given opportunities as entrepreneurs to learn the lessons over and over and over again that we're here to share with other people. And I truly think that that's one of my lessons that I'm here to learn is that it's not out there. Like the way to your next level, the way to that next money milestone, it's not in that coach. It's not in that mentor. It's not in that program, that podcast, that, that content, that personal development book. It's not there. Go outside, get fresh air, leave your phone at home. Like no headphones, nothing drive without music. That's where the answers are. Yeah. I was, I thought this was my phone. I was going to actually pull up my phone to show proof. Like like look at the text that she sends me, right? Like, Oh, look at this. Love the sales page. Da, 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 da. And like, I used to respond to them and sometimes I don't even respond to them. Yeah. Sometimes I'll respond to the ideas where I'm like, yes, let's implement this. But now I don't even like give her the opportunity, but also I've been there. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things I, I go by is like, your lesson to learn, not mine to teach. Like you have these lessons, you have to learn on your own. I could tell you my experience with it all day, every day, but sometimes you got to learn these lessons on your own. And I went through the exact same thing, probably six or seven years ago. Yeah. Right. Six or seven years ago. And there's not like, you need to learn that. You need to learn them. You, You need to learn that. Right. So some of you who are going out there and they're like, Oh, this mentor is going to change the game for me. Oh, this program is going to change the game for me. Like nothing works unless you tap into what you have, right? Like those mentors, those programs, those courses, all of the things that you're investing in are meant to teach you something new, not to do the work for you. And I think that's what we think, right? Like, oh my God, this person is doing so amazing. I want to hire them because it's going to change everything in my business. Like, no. That's not it. It may change how you look in your business. It may change how you show up in your business. It may change some of the things that you implement in your business because they are based on you. Yeah. But the minute you start trying to run your business outside of yourself to make it look like anything that's not you is so detrimental to everything. Everything that you do. Everything that you do. Everything they do because things start feeling hard. Things don't feel aligned. You get so far deep into this thing that like you feel lost. You don't recognize yourself. You don't recognize your business anymore. And you get to a point where you're like, what the hell? Yeah. Right. This is what people call burnout. This is what people call. I'm confused. I'm stuck. You're not. I'm not. I know my problem. I'm Mm -hmm. looking outside of myself. And so if you're feeling that way, like, oh, I'm burnout or, oh, like I, I feel so stuck in my business or I feel so lost or I don't know which direction to go or I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, which has been something I've probably said a million times this week, guys, like full transparency. Yeah. And it's, it's not out there though, right? Like shut it all down, shut it all down, all of it. Yeah. You can't force it like this. This is a part of your business in your life. You can't force. It's just like being in love with someone and choosing them to be your partner for life. That is not something you can force. No. That's how you get that ultimatum. Show. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> we're not on ultimatum. We get to choose our life. Right. Yes, yes. And so a conversation that we had, and I think we might release this behind the scenes thing one day, but a conversation that we had of what worked really well last year, as opposed to this year. And it was like, you know what? We stood 
in our ground that like, we thought we think tech is sexy. We love tech. We do. I love tech. We love tech. Right. Like, and then I think as time started going on, we started seeing people doing like, you know, making a lot of money and like the mindset of this, but the reality is like, we love tech. Yeah. We love everything there is about tech. We know that it's sexy. We know that it can give you freedom. We know that yes, with the mindset, it'll help. Like we think we, you need both, but it's something we strayed away from big time. It's so true. Yeah. And those are the reasons like, and if you ask people, right? Like I always say this and, it, and, I, and I love that we get to share this with you because this is business and you're, you're going to go down, you're going to go, you're going to be faced with two, two choices and you're going to make the quote unquote wrong one sometimes. And it's fine because there's lessons there for you. And it's, it's just a, it's like a detour, right? It's a detour to your destination and it's totally fine. And it's all perfect. Um, I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it's okay. You have two roads. This is where you're going on. Do you want the wine or do you want the electrolytes? Well, and you're so feeling like shit. What are you taking? I always say, oh, there, here it goes. It comes back. Um, we did acupuncture yesterday, guys. And I swear. Yeah, we're fine. It gets you out of your brain, which is really interesting and very much into your body. Um, but two roads, just looking here. <laughs> Do you need me to bring the wine back? No, no, it's fine. The electrolytes? No. Um, one of the things that I always say is that you're going to become known for something in the industry. You're going to, there's going to be something that people send people to you for referrals, right? People are going to refer you to someone, whatever that is, that's your magic. That's what makes you, you, that's the thing that you double down on. And when I look back on our business last year, people were sending us people for the tech, right? They were saying, calling us tech unicorns and systemization experts and all of these fancy words that none of us chose. We did not choose these titles. Um, And yet I didn't follow my own advice and steered off the path of that. And it's not wrong. It's just, we're trying new ways of being, new ways of doing, new ways of expressing, right? But at the end of the day, that truth that you know in your bones, like I know that technology is going to change the freaking world. I'm so unbelievably excited about it. And I love what it's done for my life. I know it will change your own. Um, That truth is what sets you apart, is what makes you different. And so if you're like, I don't know what that truth is, listening, consuming anything outside of yourself right now is just simply not the answer. Not the answer, yeah. Do not pass. Go create a little box, vogue yourself into a box. And that's all you got. And let me tell you right now, (laughs) podcast people are confused when we're saying like, guys, what your truth is, is so powerful, is so magical. And I just hope that like, as you're listening to this right now, if you've gotten this far, because this is the, I think this was probably the sexiest thing that we talked about. Yeah. Remind, like, just sit into the moment, like shut off all the noise and remind yourself, like, what is that thing that turns you on? Like, what is it? I love it. And it's actually a great segue into the next, the fifth or lesson today in the final 10th lesson. But like, it's something that we love and we are so passionate about it. It's something that like, it is something that brought us together because the way our minds think about business because of the way that we can see businesses being built and grown and like the ease and efficacy, efficient efficiency, Frenchie. 
and speaking a lot of French this week. Efficiency that it brings your business, right? So don't, don't steer away from what you know. I promise you what you know deep down inside is so much more than enough. It's more, it's more so than enough. Than yeah. yeah. And, and I, I heard this on a podcast, I think it was James Wedmore. I think it might've been James Wedmore. Anywho, I think he said something and it would like blew my freaking brain. And I'm like, oh, I don't know why I never thought of this before, but I'll leave you guys with this little tidbit from James Wedmore. And he said like, nobody knows you the way that you do. <laughs> right. And I was just like, oh, dang. And he was like, oh yeah, this person came into my business and started giving me advice. And, you know, for a minute there, I considered taking it. And then I'm like, wait a second. Like nobody, they don't know me. Like I've been on this freaking planet for almost 31 years now. And I'm going to think that someone I met 10 months ago or three months ago on Instagram knows me and what I want and my desires and my truth better. Hell no. Like absolutely freaking not. Right. So the next time someone comes into your life, whether it's me or Chantal or anybody else that you hire and gives you advice, gives you support, which is great. Really ask yourself, like, is that, do I want, do I want, do I want that? that? You know, like you're allowed to say no, which I think is so. That's something we, we encourage our people to do all the time. Our community, like, hey, sit with this. Like, let me know what's coming up for you. Let me, like, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I want to ask you. This is what's coming through. But like, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm not going to be the one doing the things for you. So like, you got to be so fucking in love with that idea. With that idea. Not, not in love with the potential that it can bring. No, with the idea, with, with the, the idea, like be so in love with like executing it, doing it, like all of the things. Yeah. And if you're not just like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> She's giving the finger. For the podcast fam. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. YouTube has people on it. <laughs> I think it's fine. Which leads us really easily into our final lesson. The biggest lesson, I think, well, one of the biggest, I think that it's we the learned, one we're most passionate about. It's the one we're most passionate about, of course, but systems really do equal freedom. And some of you are about to turn us off. And I recommend that you turn us on because oh, louder, louder. Um, <laughs> no, but for real, okay. Systems don't have to be complicated, but systems, okay. We had this really interesting conversation with one of our community members the other day. And she was like, oh, I don't, I haven't had to plan my day. And I think I want more structure in my day. And we kind of had this conversation about, well, do you, or just, do you think you need to, but Chantal brought up this really incredible point. And she said, you know, sometimes the structured moments are the ones that give us the freedom to do what we want to do and have the, the willy nilly kind of flowy energy for the rest of the day. And this is so unbelievably true. And like I said, systems don't have to be complicated, right? Think about posting on Instagram. That's a system right? You write the caption, you find a photo, you open the app, you upload both, you push publish, right? That's the system. And I think we overcomplicate systems a lot, but at the end of the day, what you need to know is just like documenting the process of which you do something now, as soon as possible is going to give you freedom. So if every day you sit down at your computer like me or Chantal, and you follow a certain system, 
that's going to give you the freedom. It's going to remove that need of that overwhelming feeling of like, what do I do? How do I do it? And if you're sitting there and you're like, but then, but I like novelty and I want newness. I don't want to do the same thing every day, which is me guys. That's me. I was like, Oh God, who's she raising myself? Um, you know, I don't want to do the same thing every day, but doing the same thing every day, one cuts down the amount of time it takes you to do it every day. So every single day you get better and better and faster and faster at it. So it used to take you two hours to run your business now takes you an hour and then eventually takes you 30 minutes, which is beautiful, which then gives you the entire day to do whatever the fuck you want. Seriously, whatever the fudge you want. Guys, <laughs> systems are everywhere. You don't even realize it. You don't the way even you, realize. The way you do your coffee in the morning is a system. Mm-hmm. I was literally telling my sister the other day, my sister was staying with us for a couple of days up here. And I, I told her my system to the perfectly cooked steak every time. Every time. I was like, I am the master. I'm the grill master. And I'm not even scared to say it, but I know that every time I'm about to cook a steak, true. it is so effing delicious because of the system that I put into place. Yep. That's it. You go to the same restaurant. Let's take Boston pizza. I think you guys have that in the U S Boston pizza. Every single Boston pizza you go to is supposed to taste, look, feel the same. Why? Because they put systems in place from start to finish. You put this amount of cheese on this pizza. You put this amount of alcohol in this drink. You put this freaking fruity umbrella on said drink. It's a system. Yeah. And what that gives you guys, what systems give you, which is one of my favorite freaking words of all time is consistency, consistent energy, consistent money, consistent client, consistent client experiences. Systems are the bees knees and they don't, they don't have to be complicated, right? Like I like making super simple systems. So it's like, I told you guys one earlier, new client joins one of our containers. I get the email from Kajabi when I check my email, I send the voice memo that's like, hey, so happy you're here. Let me know when you watch the first video. And uh, that's it, that's the system. I let them into the Facebook group in the next moment and away we go. I just picked up the phone and it said yesterday's revenue, which was one of our- There you go, $777. You made that yesterday while getting acupuncture because of the system, right? Because of the system. And we can take, like, listen, we're here for the week, okay? We're here for the week. Our intention was do some work, create some content, Intentions are great and all, but sometimes like we just, there was a point where we were like, I don't know, do we want to work? And the reality is, is like, we were able to say, no, not really, because we have systems systems put in place. Yesterday, we literally drove home two hours to get an IV drip and acupuncture. That was two two hours. hours. And drove back home or back here another two Two hours. hours. That was six hours out of our day. And we made hours. money and we made money, lots of money. <laughs> right. And it's not because, and I'm not sitting here being like, Oh, you don't have to do anything in your life. No, you have to work. The system. You have to, you have to create the systems to support you. We know that if someone wants to buy our programs while we're like zend out half asleep on a table with needles in our foreheads and our ears, <laughs> that we are, they're being supported and we're being supported through the process. And yeah. that when we, you know, all of these things that we do don't have to be so like that voice memo. It happened this morning. Didn't have to be like, we don't guys, we don't need to jump 
for people to invest in us. We need to create simple systems that allow that support them and support us. And that's what we create with design to scale. Like that's how we show people, right? It's like, if you're lacking systems in your business and you're doing something more times than you should be doing in order to get results, you need systems. It's time for systems. Yeah. My rule is three. If you do something more than three times in your business, it needs a system. You need to know what, what purpose it serves in your business, how to go about doing the dang thing and really asking yourself every step along the way, like, is this step even required? Yeah. Right. But systems are important no matter. So design to scale is more for people who are already kind of booked out and don't have the time freedom. Their calendar is strapped. Um, but we teach simple systems inside money and momentum as well. For those of you guys who are on the beginning phases of your journey and want to make sure that you are building systems, which are so unbelievably sexy. They're the sexiest thing they're in your business. So simple. When, when people like people are so blown away, they're like, this is it. This is all I got to do. And it's like, yeah. And, and they're system. making money. Guys, they're making money. Yeah. It's all a system. Everything that you see us do every time we sell something, every time we enroll someone new every time we brush our teeth in the morning, <laughs> it's a system. Put our, do our makeup every yeah. time you make yourself breakfast. Every time you go for your walk, every time you work out, like those are all systems that you've put in place. You're surrounded and supported by systems. So learn to love them, get excited yeah. about them. They're like the, the creme de la creme yeah, of and your it, business. All it it comes down to as time goes on is refining these systems. Refining. How do I make this better? How do like, I, I wear Invisalign. So you guys never see me wear them because I'm really lazy lately. I'm over it. Like I'm so over it. But how I clean my Invisaligns every time I go clean them and I have to brush my teeth is like, I don't put toothbrush on my toothpaste on my, or toothpaste on my toothbrush and then brush my teeth and then do the, I put toothpaste on my toothbrush. I dab some on each one of the Invisaligns and I come back to it afterwards. Right. So it's like kill two birds with one stone. I already did this. going to brush my teeth. Then I'm going to do the Invisaligns. We're good. I don't fucking go back for the toothpaste. I mean, yeah. ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. So if you want to do a fun, if you want to do a fun exercise and like start the process of falling in love and noticing systems now, I want you to really just ask yourself, like, what are all the systems that already support me in my life? And if you're still in your nine to five, like that's a system too. Like I get paid every other Friday. Like that's a metaphagian system that you can count on. You know what I mean? Like you have a bank account, you got a debit card. That's a system. It takes the money out every time you brush your teeth, you do your hair. You like, what are the same? Like there, there's so many, they're all around you. Yeah. You think it's like, oh, you're just being meticulous, but really you've created a system to support you. Do you put, do you set the coffee up at nighttime before you get to bed? Right. So that you just wake up in the morning and push the button. Do you meal prep in the evening so that you can eat healthy the next day? That's a freaking system. Yeah. The more that you can realize that systems in fact are not boring. They're there to support you. They're there to support you. They make your life easier. They make your life wealthier and they give you more time. The more you'll love systems. The more you'll love us. The more you'll love us because we're going to be talking about <laughs> we, love, systems. we love technology and we love automations. systems and automations and anything to make our lives easier. We want to end these 10 powerful lessons with a celebration of one of our incredible community members. Yes. 
Julie. I don't know if it's Julie H, Julie C. Like, I don't know, man. She goes by two different names. On we two love her either platforms. way. We love her. She calls me sassy pants. She's <laughs> given me that nickname. Love her for it. Julie showed up on her design to scale call two weeks ago, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago, two weeks ago, something like that. And was really struggling. She had just finished a really great launch. We'd already talked to her a little bit about this launch, right? Like yep. she was really excited. The launch went well, lots of people in there, but she was really starting to say like, how do I start breaking that consistent month? Like, I don't want to be doing these launches all the time. You know, I don't like, I want to be able to create like consistent, I think it was eight Eight to 10. Yeah. Eight to 10 would be really happy. She'd be really happy with consistent eight to 10 months. So we had this conversation with her, broke down a couple avenues, a couple ways. And like literally the next day. Yep. The next day she posted a comment in our group saying like, literally just got the dreamiest client. He called me the closer paid in full. I just had my highest month of 10 K. It was that easy. So we want to sell her. It wasn't that easy. She had, she had to talk no, through a couple of the things. Yeah, she had to talk through a couple of things too. And I also think context is really important because she also pivoted a lot in her business. She's been working with us for, I don't know, six months or so. I think she joined probably back in November. And we, we've guided her through a lot of pivots, a lot of changes in niche, a lot of a lot of launches, a lot of things that, you know, aren't, don't work. I'm using that in air quotes because every single time you try to sell something, try, I'm using air quotes again to sell something and it doesn't work. Meaning you don't generate the revenue that you want. There's lessons there. There's things to learn. And every single time that she pivoted, she got closer and closer and closer to where she's meant to be and to see where she started with like a very structured corporate program to where she is a lawyer guys y'all lawyer turned mushroom fanatic fanatic and advocate and advocate and i just love her for it so so and and doing all the things high performance i know when we niche down a lot of times we think we need to get so specific and we do we 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 need to get really specific for the offers and she's done that and she's really encompassing something that she really does love which is like teaching professionals, high performance people, how to really like excel and get more done, but also how to just be high performing in everyday life, um, with her programs or her new program for like just everyday people who want to use the power of psilocybin to crush their days and crush their lives. So, so if this podcast spoke to yourself, felt really good if you're like whoo I need some systems <laughs> I need Woo! to learn about money money and momentum again if you're making less than a hundred thousand you're not currently hitting consistent income months money and momentum is where it at if you're hitting consistent income months but you have no freaking time on your hands <laughs> design to scale is where you want to be DM us on Instagram uh if anything so down here please take a screenshot tag us share it Maybe just text it to a friend be like, hey girl, you gotta listen to this. Uh, There's a lesson in here for you. And if you want an opportunity to have a one-to-one session with myself and Chantel, you can, if you're on the podcast, you're going to rate and review five stars if it feels good. I think we're pretty bomb, but we're biased. So do what feels good in your heart. Uh, Make sure that you leave your name as your Instagram handle there so that we can find you if you do win. And if you're on YouTube, just go ahead, give this uh, video a big old thumbs up and comment your biggest takeaway below and we will enter you to win. So we love y'all. And like subscribe to everything because we're going to be doing this every week. Yep. Subscribe. We love you. 
links are in the show notes and under the video and we will see you next Thursday. Okay. Bye.